Well, hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown. Uh, got a new app. Um, it's now Spotify for podcasters. Uh, still an anchor, I guess, but that's why it took me a little while to figure this out uh, to, to get on the account again, but... Uh, working seven days this week and a good old spring forward uh, weekend, so uh, I'm going to pull a late-nighter tonight. Uh, it's going to suck tomorrow, but I'm here. I wanted to do it tonight and have tomorrow to do absolutely nothing, so the cohorts are all upstairs, uh, still roaming around. Uh, it is still officially 7.30 uh, tonight, uh, but it's... 8.30, as we know, uh, will be anyway. Um, okay, so let's get started. We got a lot of, I had a lot of uh, Fred Excelsior uh, sent me a, a, quite a gambit of information this week, uh, along with uh, what I checked out and seen. So it's just a, a shit storm of complete information sharing tonight, and I'll just kind of go a random order, try, uh, I'll try not to get too far off topic with stuff, but we will start with uh, the latest news I heard, uh, you know, with the uh, good old banking information uh, getting a little scary out there, and the recession, depression, whatever you want to call it, I'm sure is on its way. Silicon Valley, you know, it's a big uh, bank, the 18th largest bank in the country that I know. Uh, I don't think it's the world. I think it is the country. But uh, they are kaput, bankrupt. The feds have taken over there. So uh, kind, of the, kind of the whole thing is starting now to come out as we go here. And uh, it could be a big deal. Could be uh, the beginning of the end for the banking, uh, inf banking infrastructure, I should say. It's uh, quite the shit show, I guess. Um, uh, you know, it, it's so depressing to, to be in a situation where you have no control, especially on your, over your own money, which we've talked about before, uh, me and Arkansas, and I think me and Fred X, Elsior have talked about it uh, back and forth about the digital dollar, the one world uh, currency, I guess you could say. Uh, so this could be the start of that. Um, could just be a bank fucking folding too. I mean, it's we're in hard times right now, so we'll see. Uh, if that gets worse or if that's the uh, sole, sole uh, loser in the in the pack this go-around, maybe they just did real shitty financing with them, some shady uh, startups and stuff like that. Well, we will have to see. But Silicon Valley Bank, kaput. Uh, let's talk about the... Uh, our, our favorite person in the world, the uh, illustrious, well-spoken... Joseph Pisspants. 
I got his name wrong. Joseph Robinette, piss pants, Biden Jr. Our selected resident in the uh, Oval Office there. Uh, the, got the budget come out. He's pushing for a $6.8 trillion budget. Just what we need, you know, more spending, more spending, and even some more spending while we're at it. They think the more we spend, the better inflation gets. I don't quite, maybe they, maybe that's the way it has always been. Maybe I'm just out the loop, but I do not understand that. Uh, but anyway, it's a $6.8 trillion budget. Now, some of the stuff involved in this budgeting for this will be, a. Uh, uh, 7% tax hike for corporations to go from 21 to 28%, uh, back basically back where they were before Trump came in. Uh, billions upon billions of dollars, I'm sure, uh, broken down somehow one way or the other for the climate hoax, which we all enjoy. Uh, raises for the military, which is finally I can say something good out of this administration, and they're trying to give some raises for the military. I heard it's 5.4%, maybe, uh, something something along that line, which is not bad, but, I mean, they still don't pay military enough, probably. Um, and, of course, our pals in Ukraine uh, are going to get, they're going to continue to get loaded up with cash, uh, Anything they want to keep their mouth shut over there, I'm sure, is Piss Pants' point of view. But I don't see a chance. I, I mean, I hate to say, I don't want to jinx it, but I can't see a chance in fucking hell that this budget goes through. Uh, you know it won't go through the House, but the Senate, I um, uh, I just can't imagine spending that much money as a budget. Uh, and all the fluff that will be in that, you know, there's going to be fluff after fluff after fluff after fluff, like it always is. So uh, that's uh, just the beginning. Uh, it was just announced by Piss Pants. So we'll see that. We'll take it with a grain of salt for the time being. But uh, that's a hell of a hefty, hefty budget for the country. Um. The World Economic Forum, and, uh, you know, our favorite uh, leader, our uh, immaculate world advisor, Klaus Schwab, and his cronies are now attempting, and at this point, and it's the, uh, I didn't hear much about this, but I just read an article, Fred X, uh, man, they're, they're attempting to implement an artificial sun. Now, I'm sure there's some kind of global climate hoax bullshit reason behind this, but uh, the, one of the leaders in the hoax industry, NASA, has already patented an artificial sun, so a little slow to the party there with. And Klaus, sorry about your luck, but the NASA boys have done beat you to the artificial sun market, which is... I'd never heard of such a thing, but keep your ears and eyes open for artificial suns to make their way into, I don't know, to what are they going to try to do, uh, solar energy? Hell, who knows? I don't know. I don't understand it, but 
I read it, and I still don't understand it. So that's just something there. Now, let's see. We'll skip over a couple of these things here. Oh, we did have the four uh, last week, right after I did my podcast. They had four American citizens that were kidnapped in Mexico. And because FedEx actually sent me a thing saying, maybe we'll trade them for El Chapo because, you know, the drug cartels would love to have El Chapo back because he was the best ever to do it. Um, but didn't come to that. Didn't come to that. Two of them, uh, fortunately, have been back in America now and are okay. Unfortunately, the other two are deceased. And, you know, never a good thing when American citizens die in Mexico, but I've always heard, and I've never been to Mexico, so I'm not going to sit here and say things I don't really uh, have an idea, a good strong idea about. But I heard Mexico, probably right over the border, Tijuana, that kind of stuff, pretty rough area, pretty rough. Um, a lot of destitute there and... Uh, Anything uh, Americans got means money for Mexicans uh, down across the border there. The It's just like anywhere else. You have good parts of Mexico and bad parts, just like the United States. So nothing, I'm not trying to throw shade at the country of Mexico. I'm just saying that there's some rough areas and these people got caught up in the wrong place, wrong time kind of thing. So, um Nothing more came of that yet, so I don't know that it will, but I I did hear something about three other people now missing in Mexico uh, from tech, Texas folk, um, but I didn't get, uh, this had uh, like a short banner about it. It didn't go into detail, so that might be a next week kind of thing. Uh, hopefully this isn't becoming a trend of people disappearing over the Mexican border, so that's Something to keep an eye out. Let's move to some juicy news, some juicy uh, journalism this week, where Tucker Carlson, you know, he was granted all the video footage from the January 6th walkthrough of the Capitol um, that the lefties, of course, say is the worst day in American history and all the left-hearted leaders Say that, and of course the libtard followers, and they all say the same thing, that we're, you know, these right-wing extremists that tried to overturn democracy and invaded the Capitol and had people's fear for their life and all this other bullshit that uh, Tucker Carlson's kind of showing the bullshit. And and one of the, the one things that I laugh at is when, you know, they showed Senator Josh Hawley running, like trotting through there, and they would play that for the lefties, and they would all get a chuckle out of it and laugh, call him a coward, because, you know, he's running through there. And that was the clip they showed a lot of before Mc Speaker McCarthy gave access to Tucker Carlson. Now, I know he's a right-wing guy, and I'm a right-wing guy, and, you know, we can we can pissing pat back and forth about what's true and what's not. But when you watch the video, they show Josh Hawley running like that. Yes, they do. And it's he, he is running kind of uh, 
Well, weirdly, I guess it's kind of funny, but they say, oh, only cowards run. You know, they're running through there. They don't know, no senators, no uh, congressmen ever run on the Capitol, in the Capitol building. And I think Tucker Carlson shows a video where at least 30 or 40 people that I saw were hot trotting it through there before Josh Hawley goes. He's at the end. So he was one of the last ones. But the lefties, of course, made it seem like he was the only motherfucker running in the whole thing. It's typical propaganda from the left. And with Tucker showing this, Chucky Schumer's losing his fucking mind. He thinks it's, you know, disgusting journalism and we're uh, doctoring it up and making it look bad. It's like, well, if we're doing that, we're only taking a page out of your book there, Chucky, because that's what you guys have been doing the whole fucking time. Because we all know this is not an insurrection. It wasn't even fucking close to an insurrection. It was a walkthrough. Just like I said, there was a few scuffles here and there, but the QAnon shaman, for one, he's he got four years in prison for being in the Capitol building, and you watch him on this video being escorted through by the Capitol Police. Not no, not one attempt to stop him, not one attempt to arrest him, not one attempt to even say, don't do this, don't do that. They're leading him through. The only thing that the Capitol Police said was when he was in the, the Congress or whatever, he said, this is a very uh, sacred place Please do not defile it. And QAnon Shaman had, did no such thing. He stood up there with his painted you know, chest and his shield and all that stuff and was looking around saying stuff like, well, this is really cool, you know, blah, blah, blah. And that's what he did. It was a complete guided tour for this fucking guy. Like some city billy, city billy asshole has said in the past, a.k.a. Mikey Brown, that this was indeed just a, a fucking walkthrough. Um, no insurrection. No comparison to Pearl Harbor and 9-11, for God's sakes, like Kamala Harris wants to make it out to be. And the funny thing about it is a lot of this stuff's coming out. Now the investigation from the, from the House is going on. And Ray Epps is trending. His name is Trending. And we all know Ray Epps was the one that was kind of inciting people days before to go into the Capitol. He made a special point to say, we have to go into the Capitol building. We have to go into it. We can't just be around it. We have to go in. What's funny that uh, phone records are showing he was in contact with the crypt keeper, old Nancy you know, hammer time Pelosi. <laughs> and uh, for multiple days, multiple times before the J6. And of course, her daughter Alexandria was at the ready to film the whole thing. And watch her talking shit about Trump, about beating him and all this shit. Just crazy. And then, of course, you got the, the, the one, the, the murdered police officer that was bashed in the head with the fire extinguisher. Well, 
moments after he was supposedly bashed in the head with a fire extinguisher, it shows him on the J6 footage walking around the Capitol building. And then they show his autopsy comes out in the news. They show where he died of natural causes. I'd say natural causes and being bashed in the head with a fire extinguisher, a little bit apart, like fucking miles apart. So the J6 stuff continues to be shown to be a sham, and you're not hearing the lefties squawking about it right now. You still hear some of the trolls. Yeah, they keep talking about it. Uh, assholes on TikTok or Twitter and shit like that. But if you're watching any of the video footage, you can't say a whole lot, hell of a lot. It was exactly what we thought it was. Fucking nothing. Peaceful until the flash grenades went off. Then you had some people that did get a little carried away. But the only one that was murdered in the whole deal was unarmed Air Force veteran Ashley Babbitt, which we've said Michael Byrd fucking murdered her and got away scot-free because he's a lefty, Capitol policeman. They knew this shit was going to be rigged up. This was a false flag narrative operation, a hundred fucking percent. So I'm, I'm really kind of over talking about J6. The whole committee about it was a fucking sham. Crybaby Kinzinger and the cunt Liz Cheney uh, failed miserably with their little committee. And this footage is just like a smack in their fucking face. They're going to try very hard now to sweep this shit under the rug. You won't hear about J6 for much, much longer. It's one of them things when they fail... It gets fucking took away. When it's working as propaganda and fits their narrative and agenda, they never shut the fuck up about stuff. This will go away because the video footage is pretty fucking damning evidence. And I'm just so glad that Speaker McCarthy, who's surprising me so far, I wasn't a fan of Speaker McCarthy, but uh, letting Tucker do this was a step in the right direction. Uh, Tucker's handling it very well. Uh, of course, they're trying to shut it down now because it's just too much fucking truth smacking these boys in the face. So we, we will see if that ends up being anything or continues to get pushed, pushed under the rug, which is what I'm thinking is going to happen. Uh, the, the whole narrative that it was the worst day in American history being proven pretty quickly to be a bullshit statement as most of us on the right knew it was and most people that were there absolutely knew it was but we'll see and I hope they keep releasing every ounce and every second of every fucking piece of footage they have about that good or bad I mean for me if it shows the, the right wingers in a bad light so be it. At least the fucking truth would be out there and we wouldn't have this bullshit of he said, she said. It would be legit. It would be absolutely the way it is. The truth. The truth shall set us free, right? The truth don't care about your feelings. That's kind of the way I'm built and that's kind of the way I'm going to go with. Now, there was one thing this week that really fucking pissed me off. And I 
didn't know how to process it, but it's like if that if it didn't piss you off, you're really not a patriot. You're not really an American that uh, you know bleeds red, white, and blue like a lot of these lefties claim to. But and a lot of lefties, of course, are anti-American. They hate America. I dislike our government. I still love my country, but this was a story this week about the U.S. Marine Corps sniper. His name was is, is Tyler Vargas Andrews. He was in Congress describing how he had a definite position and to eliminate a suicide bomber. He was denied permission by his superiors to shoot the suicide bomber, who in turn, when he blew himself up, he killed 13 servicemen, and we know this was all in Afghanistan. And this man, this um, Tyler Vargas Andrews, uh, lost an arm and a leg from the shrapnel blast that this suicide bomber and 13 servicemen and women uh, killed in Afghanistan because he was denied permission to shoot this uh, suicide bomber. I don't know why the fuck our military would tell him to stand down in that situation, uh, but it did, and it cost a lot of people their lives. So uh, pretty shady fucking shit, if you ask me. Um, this testimony of this guy, you got to watch it. And if you watch it, he, he's, he's definitely an emotional uh, guy in, this, this, uh, in Congress. And you should look that up. That's one of the things. I don't really have a look it up segment, but a very uh, heart-wrenching um, testimony or, I don't know, just uh, telling his story. But it was very, uh, it'll make you mad, but it will also, you know, appreciate him for his service. But it's like, I don't understand. This has happened in the past where we had Navy SEALs with sights on Osama bin Laden and they, they would not allow them to to do that. It's like, uh, I don't know what kind of rules they're thinking we're, we're breaking if we shoot a suicide bomber, but I wouldn't give a fuck. I would shoot. Yeah, go ahead. If you got an, if you got a, you know, red beam on his forehead, fucking take him out. But for some reason he was told to stand down and, uh, he's got to live the way, uh, the repercussions of that he has to live with. And 13 people don't have the option to live with it. They're no longer with us. So, yeah, that's a very good article, a very good, article, very good speech, uh, testifying, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you should definitely look that up. Uh, this week, the ship, uh, a ship was searched by both German and Russian uh, divers, I guess. Um in, connect, in connection with the Nord Stream pipeline sabotage that, uh, you know, blew up in different sections. Uh, U.S. is the prime suspect here. And 
If it wasn't the United States, it was definitely somebody led by the United States, paid for by the United States to, because if you remember when the Nord Stream happened, it's a pretty suspect timing because of, you know, our oil uh, shutting down our own pipelines and, and they don't want Russia to get, didn't want the Russia to gain any money right there when uh, Ukraine war started and just pretty obvious that the United States had something to do with that. Um, Germany is not real happy about that, as you can guess, because the pipeline goes to Germany and uh, that's when they kind of backed off with saying we're not paying for no more ammunition, so fuck it, we're done. Uh, they had protests in their country and enough to have them pull out of... Uh, handing blank checks to the Ukraine again, and then we're still doing that, of course, because our idiot in fucking charge has uh, got all kinds of skeletons in Ukrainian closets, so it's uh, pretty obvious there. That's also, uh, and I, I don't want to think of the United States as uh, sabotaging uh, oil supplies and, and all this stuff, but it's pretty obvious that is a high pop probability that we were to uh, blame for that Nord Stream pipeline. And it got shut down over here in our mainstream news. It's kind of been pushed way down. Like, we don't want that shit to come out. We don't want it to come to fruition because it's going to show that the lefties will do anything by all means necessary to keep ruling with their iron fucking fist and getting us and keeping us in war, wars, which wars are, are what they love. Uh, they get to filter and fucking launder their money through the war funds. It's, it, it's, it's almost child's play at this point. Even guys like me that were never into politics take a little time to investigate, and you can see that that's pretty fucking easy to, to diagnose that we were definitely in on that shit some way, shape, or form, if not the whole damn thing. So we'll see. I mean, if they find out we actually did that, Germany's going to come for our ass too, and then we got another set of problems. Uh, we already got enough problems, but that would just exacerbate that, and it would be all on like Donkey Kong, because they would not be happy with that. Uh, as far as piss pants. Now, piss pants, they found nine more boxes. Yep, he's a, been a bad, bad piss pants. Nine more boxes of confidential documents of his were found in Boston this time. Boston. Boston. At his attorney's office. Now, this was also, these, these boxes were moved across state lines before the 2020 election. So I would, no boxes have been opened yet. They're at uh, some kind of, uh, they were moved from the, the Penn Center or whatever, the John JFK place. And now they're, they, they're somewhere safe now. I think it might be in some kind of central location. But none of the boxes were open, so we don't know what the hell's in there. It's just, again, another fucking lie. You know, they were all about... Uh, Raiding Mar-a-Lago for all Trump's 
you know, uh, confidential documents he wasn't supposed to have, but Piss Pants wasn't supposed to have him as a vice president, and these were all coming from the when he was vice president, and now they're all coming out, and unfortunately, like always, because it's a lefty doing something shady, nobody gives a fuck, and it's, I would love to just take a look in there, and I don't, I'm not a deciphering guy, it would take somebody to tell me what half the shit meant, because, you know, every document you ever see from the government's a fucking runaround anyway, and, and they don't like to tell you something straight out the truth, but Again, just another lie per perpetuated by the Biden administration and the Biden crime family to, uh, I'm surprised they even came out and said that they were there, really. I, I don't know who found those or if the lawyer got nervous or what, but there they go. Nine more, nine more boxes, you know, it's just another day at the office for this man. Oh, so let's see what we got. Uh, we'll go down to, oh, the the WHO, the WHO. Uh, there's insiders that are saying they've uh, actually heard, mentioned, that a one-world government is merely months away now. Now, of course, that's just whistleblower inside information. You never can tell. I mean, it could be propaganda. It could be false flag. It could be absolute bullshit, or it could be 100% the fucking truth. So really, uh, whistleblower things, they never seem to amount to anything. We had, you know, a dozen uh, whistleblowers about Hunter Biden, still fucking nada. He gets nothing out of this deal. Well, they're saying that this Tetros and had made a speech and they had a secret meeting in Geneva, Switzerland this week. And they're saying that an insider there heard that between the, between the WHO and the World Economic Forum that it's merely months away before we have a one-world government, one-world currency, which makes, you know, the Silicon Bank thing even more intriguing because uh, our bank's going to just start falling like dominoes now so we can reset, do the whole big, great reset, because I think they're getting a little shaky about thinking they're going to not make it past 2024 because people are really getting off of the left agenda right now. There's a lot of people, even hardcore lefties, that are saying, well, you know what, some of this shit is too far. It, it's It's too much. And uh, we don't have the full support of the fucking leftist agenda that we did. And thank God, some people are waking up. I mean, I don't think it's enough. It's never going to be enough for me because there's always going to be these libtards that have to keep going and keep going and keep going. But it's a step in the right direction. But will we be too late? Will, these, will it become a reality of a one-world government? before the next election, which is a scary thought, but not uh, definitely not out of the realm of possibility. It's, it's definitely a, a chance of that happening, no doubt in my mind. Um, well, with all the other shit we got going on, it's like the, this stuff, we've had the train derailments and the fucking chemical fires and the 
the weird, weird fucking weather patterns that we have. Now, and you got the China, China over there has got fucking raining worms, which they say could be a blossom of some kind of flower. But it, it looks like worms on these people's cars and shit. It's just fucked up stuff like that. It, it, it's happening all over the world, not just the United States, but the amount of chemical fires and train derailments and fucking nasty shit that's getting put in the air, it's trying almost like it's building a case for the climate hoaxers because it's going to say, look what we're doing to our uh, our atmosphere, blah, blah, blah. Um, well, you know, maybe if we spent a little of that moldy-ass money on our own infrastructure instead of fucking Voldemort or fucking Zelensky and his cronies over there in, uh, you know, the money laundering state of the Ukraine. But, you know, maybe the war's winding down. Maybe that's why they're like, hey, the war's getting ready to end. We're going to end this thing pretty soon. So you might want to throw out another crisis. Oh, okay, this, we're not ready with the next pandemic. So let's do a bank crisis. Let's do, you know, we're, we already got money uh, or a cost of everything doubled, tripled, whatever. Uh, interest rates through the roof, inflation the fucking highest levels it's been in 40 years. Why don't we just throw a bank crisis in there too just to, to people won't have money so we can control them that way too. Um, definitely, I could see that shit happening. I could see it being a part of their agenda. And at this point, I have no, uh, I have no uh, realm of possibilities that I leave unturned that could happen because anything could happen. We were duped by a woo flu that, you know, Rand Paul absolutely grilled the fuck out of Anthony Fauci this week about how he knew it was gain of function. He'd been trying to show, but he changed the definition. You know, when he get, when the heat was on, he changed the definition in the NIH, uh, guidelines of what gain of function was. I mean, it's just stupid shit like that. And people think that, you know, they don't, they just see the headlines and, and Anthony Fauci, you know, harassed by Rand Paul and they jump on the Fauci. Oh, well, yeah, they, they jump on him. All he did was try to save lives. He trusted the science and tried to save lives. No, he was sent there to be the bullshitter. He, he, he did the same thing in the 80s with AIDS. They, you know, they knew that this shit was potent, and then, but it definitely came from a fucking lab. We all knew it. The CDC saying it's highly, you know, or highly probable or might have and all that. We fucking knew it. It was a lab leak from day one. Nobody else is going to tell me any different. It was all planned. Go back again, as I've said multiple times, to January the 10th. 2017, when this rat bastard said this administration, talking about the Trump administration, will face a pandemic. He, he don't look like a fucking Nostradamus mind reader to me. He looks like a rat bastard. So they knew this shit was there. They planned it out. It did what it needed to to keep Trump out of office. It's died down now. We had a whole whopping 1% fatality rate. So, you know, the, the only thing we got left is what's next. But Fauci should be hanging from a fucking tree 
and never allowed to walk the streets again. He knew what he did. He deceived the whole world, especially the United States. He's full of fucking shit. He got called out on it, and he made a, you know the same speech rhetoric run around he gave that he's always gave, and Rand Paul was letting him fucking have it, smacking him in the mouth. And, you know, time ran out on that one, but here he is still walking. He should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law, castrated, hung upside down, uh, whatever we got to fucking do, this rat-faced fucking prick that caused a lot of people to lose their lives, a lot more to lose their mental health, a lot more to lose uh, their faith in the government that they've just, you know, everything he did is rotten to the fucking core, just like his black heart. And he should be ostracized from existing on this earth. That's my personal opinion of Rat Bastard Fauci. So, <sighs> you all know how I love being woke. And having all these woke people around and uh, the, the, the race baiters and the fucking leftist everything. Uh, we should be allowed to do whatever we want and the right's all full of shit. And so I got quite a few culture uh, stories this week. Number one, this isn't really a culture story. I want to get this one before I do that. Uh, fentanyl rags. Fentanyl soaked rags, I should say, have been showing up being shoved into car handles. Uh, this happens a bunch of times in Houston, Texas already. Uh, people were being advised to watch for it because, you know, as you know, you don't have to ingest fentanyl. It can be soaked through the skin and will fucking kill you because it's pretty potent drug unless you've got Narcan hanging around with you. And then even then, if you get enough on it, you're, you're toast. But here, here again, we go back to the southern border. They're just coming in through the southern door down there with all this deadly bullshit, and we're just letting it happen and letting it happen and letting it happen. And now we got random fucking cars with fentanyl-soaked rags being shoved into car handles. So non-beknownst to people... They walk up to the car. What the fuck is this rag doing here? Grab a hold of that rag. Guess what? Your day just went to shit. And you might have lost your life just uh, because some idiot fucking cartel member shoved a rag full of fentanyl-soaked shit into your fucking door handle. Kids could be playing around there. All kinds of crazy shit. It's like a biological, chemical war warfare kind of shit. And it's being hauled in through the southern border where we, we can't, we, we don't even attempt to stop it anymore. It's like a fucking sieve down there. And of course, Piss Pants, you know, all, all, that's one of the things on his trillions of dollar budget is to, for border security, add all these border security. You're a little late to the party there, you motherfucking idiot. We told you this forever ago. We were trying to do this under Trump and you know, oh, no, no, we can't have the wall. We're stopped building the wall. Well, you've done all the damage now. Now you want to fucking build the wall. Now you want to fucking worry about the security of the border. 
You know how much fucking fentanyl and these terrorists have gotten into that fucking southern border already? You know, it's so obviously planned out that way. You fucking sold us out to save your own ass. And now we're going to pay the price with all this fucking fentanyl, which some dumb motherfucking city billy son of a bitch said way back in the time machine about a year ago, maybe, or a little less than a year ago, that he believed his conspiracy theory was that they were going to use fentanyl to try to kill us. Guess what? Unfucking defeated again. Because that's what's happening, right? Unbelievable. And that's just, you know, another stripe in his fucking hat or feather in his cap or whatever of stupidity for Joseph Pisspants. Oh, and I'm trying to stay calm because, you know, the cohorts don't want to hear me screaming and uh, it's getting, uh, trying to stay calmer on these things because when I yell, I think I, I lose people. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I don't want to get too out of control. Someday I will. Like, I got an episode coming up. I don't know if it'll be tomorrow because I have to work again tomorrow. But I am going to do one called Crazy 8. It's about the last eight years, so that will be a fucking ramble. That will have to be a, might be in early April even because I'll have to be here by myself and I'll have to just cut loose. But it will be a couple hours of fucking ranting about the last eight years in this country, so. Stay tuned for that at some point. But getting back to my culture thing. You know, the culture of this country is so fucking woke and leftist. And, you know, with all just the drag queen shit and the transgenderism and, uh, you know, everything that's in my mind is bullshit. I don't want to need to rehash all my thoughts about transgenders and, and drag queens and all that. And, and I don't need to justify my, uh, thoughts on that shit. And, and I won't, I, I'm not offering any apologies about nothing. I say, but the, the, the culture is, it's like some people just think they can say and do whatever. And then if I would say something like that, or a, a right wing celebrity would say something, they would be condemned to hell. It's kind of like the QAnon shaman, you know, getting four years in prison for walking through the Capitol and Michael Byrd getting nothing for shooting a fucking defenseless, uh, unarmed girl. They said, well, she deserved it because she wouldn't comply. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you, lefty bastards. Because if it was somebody, it's like Kyle Rittenhouse shot three people. And you were on him to get the death penalty and all that shit because you said he, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have been allowed to shoot people like that. Well, he was... Getting beat in the head with a fucking skateboard, I'm shooting a motherfucker too. This girl was climbing through a window without any weapon. So you keep keep throwing that narrative up all you want. I'm not going to keep rehashing that either because we all know how I feel about that. Coward fucking bird. Hero Babbitt. I don't care what the fuck you guys say on the left. This do not care. But this week, Jane... Hanoi Jane, you know, the fucking cunt of all cunts, Jane Fonda, was on a view and she called to kill pro-life politicians because, you know, they hate pro-lifers. They want abortions to be 
uh, form of birth control, uh, an everyday thing, an everyday occurrence with no repercussions whatsoever. And uh, finally, somebody got some balls on them. It was a woman, uh, Representative Anna Paulina Luna. She notified the Capitol Police and demanded apologies from both Jane Fonda and The View. So good on her. Of course, Jane Fonda came back walking it back, said, you know, surely, you know, that was said in jest. Well, you know, all these people that say this shit in jest, how she said it, and Johnny Depp about killing a president, dreaming of killing a president, and Madonna saying she wished she could blow up the, the fucking White House. So all these celebrities that talk shit about the right-wingers and Trump and, you know, the Kathy Griffins of the fucking world, they get away with everything. But we say something about Jane Fonda and the dumb cunts of the View saying anything, then all of a sudden we you know it should we should know it was in jest. Well, fuck you, because we don't know it's in jest because you fuckers would probably be okay with killing all the pro lifers, and it's like we don't want to. I don't want to kill any fucking pro choicers. I just don't want them to kill innocent babies for no fucking reason for other than birth control. And that's that's the only thing I got about that. But, yeah, dumb bitch Jane Fonda running her mouth. Now we got some that, you know, will stretch. And, you know, people think, oh, you know, Mike, you, you're, you uh, you know, a racist, misogynistic, white supremacist when you say this shit. But, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do it anyway. So, this one kind of pissed me off. And it's like, again, a woke bullshit. A Southern Illinois University visiting professor, her name was Angel Jones. She's arguing now that black people should get a special paid time off as a bereavement leave, which makes no fucking sense, in order to deal with systemic racism. So they get so fatigued and is so depressed and distraught over the systemic racism in this country that they should just get paid time off from whatever job they're doing. They can cry foul at any fucking time. Here we go again, the do-nothings. They want to get paid to sit at home and do nothing, and they'll use anything as an excuse. Anxiety, depression, hell, I got that, but I don't have it for systemic racism. Here, here we go with my uh, cause again. How about some peace for the obese, baby? How about some peace for the obese? So I should start my own little movement and get bereavement time. Whenever I'm at work and people are pissing me off, which is fucking daily, and my anxiety's through the roof, which is fucking daily, which depression kicks in, which is just about daily, I should be able to call, hold my little card up, say I need to go home right now because I feel fat-shamed. I need some peace for the obese. Is that what we're doing? Because fuck it, I guess if I had it in me, I'd do it. But I mean, peace for the obese would be a real thing. But uh, would I use it to go home? No, I would just, people get on my nerves, I'd just avoid them or tell them I'm not in a good mood or tell them to fuck off, whatever I got to do. But yeah, this is bullshit. Getting days off to deal with fatigue from racism get the fuck you're get fucked you're a professor how have you been oppressed give me a break you probably got to school for free and everything you know, i'll give me a fu- 
you know, affirmative action bullshit and all this stuff. Give me a fucking break with that. This woke is a joke. Everything woke turns to shit. Isn't that right? DJT45. But, yeah, that's just one. That's just one this week. Now, now we go to Virginia, where Fairfax County, Thomas Jefferson High School. They are withholding merit awards in the name of equity. So, basically, college prep courses can only be taking, taken by black people in this county at this school. They will not allow any whites or Asians to be able to claim merit awards in the name of equity. So that's not racism at all the other way, is it? I mean, you're saying that you're not smart enough to be at the top of the class unless you exclude whites and Asians. But that's not special treatment, right? That, that's just equity. That's your, that's your bullshit word for we, we cry babies and we want special treatment. That's what equity means. And that's all it fucking means. And you idiots think that's going to help this country? The diversion and diversity and inclusion? I've seen it personally wrecking shit. Where I know where I work, it doesn't fucking work. Diversity and inclusion is like kamikaze. You might as well put a kamikaze pilot in your fucking company statement and drive that company into the fucking ground. I'm watching it firsthand. So that's a good way to ruin the country. Maybe that's what the lefties are doing with their agenda. They want to ruin the country, so they're just saying, we'll give undeserving people more credit in the name of equity, and then we'll let the, the smarter people, because they're a different color of skin, they will not get shit, and no, they'll get no help, and they'll get no recognition, and maybe they just decide they don't want to be a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer because they're sick of being blackballed by the woke fucking leftist that run the cabal of this country. Maybe. That could be, right? <laughs> oh, it's just fucking irritating, you know? And here's one. This is a classic. This is a fucking classic. And it was in the LA Times, of all things. And I read this when I got Fred Excelsior sent me this, too. And I read this, I said, this, this has to be a fucking joke. This can't be real life. This can't be realistic here. Um, so I thought, I'll read it anyway. But it wasn't, as much as it should be, it was not a joke. The LA Times had an article that said white drivers, just white people now, just white people driving White drivers are polluting the air that is breathed in L.A. by L.A.'s people of color. So now they're blaming white people only for polluting the air by driving their vehicle. And that black people walking around on the streets of L.A. have to breathe the air in. And it's polluting them. Are we out of our fucking mind here? Are we, have we lost all sense of cognitive reality? Because that makes zero fucking sense. That might be one of the dumbest fucking articles I've ever seen. And I just want to 
throat punch a motherfucker that wrote that. So you're blaming white people for driving now because they're polluting the air that black people breathe. Well, maybe, you know, the black people that are breathing this air in and polluted, maybe they can take a bereavement time off. Yeah, that's what Angel, whatever the fuck her name said, Angel Jones, this uh, Southern Illinois fucking visiting professor, maybe the black people in L.A. should get bereavement time to deal with the systemic racism of a whitey driving down there in his gas-guzzling fucking Ford F-250 and making you breathe that polluted air, you people of color. Give me a fucking break, dude. Oh, my freaking God. It just gets better. It just gets better every fucking day. The country is already getting headed for a shit show and people are worried about dumb fucking shit like white people driving cars. And it doesn't, you know, black people don't pollute white people when they drive a car. It doesn't work both ways, that's what you're telling me. You're telling me that only white people drive in L.A. and they pollute black people. But black people driving around in their cars don't pollute white people? How, how do we come to that conclusion? How does that make a lick of any kind of fucking sense? I'll give you a real big hint. It doesn't. It doesn't make a lick of fucking sense. It's stupid. It's as stupid as a bereavement leave for systemic racism. It's as fucking stupid as names of uh, merit awards not given to anybody but blacks in the name of equity in fucking Virginia. It's about as stupid as Jane Fonda's dumbass. It's about as fucking dumb as all the lefties saying the Pearl Harbor and 9-11 failed in comparison to the tragedy of January the 6th. It's all bullshit, folks. And it just keeps getting the woke message which I see is going, it's dying a little bit, but the diehard trolls, the diehard fucking idiots on the left are really, they just keep pushing on. They keep pushing on. Some of people are waking up, but the trolls are getting digging in deeper. Now, I'm not even allowed to drive a car in LA or I'm a fucking racist. <sighs> I fucking don't know, man. I don't know, but, uh, okay, that's the uh, spiel I had for this lovely Saturday night, um, whew, that kind of wore me out a little bit, uh, getting a little bit fired up there at the end, but the zero hour, 2021 at gmail.com. The Zero Hours Vlogs, Blogs, and Podcast on Facebook. At The Zero Hour 23 on Twitter. The Zero Hours Podcast on TikTok. Uh, thanks once again to my main, my main information gatherer, Fred Excelsior. Uh, my dedicated listeners of Arkansas, Patty B, Triple F, Q-Man Quentin from Seville, 
my buddy Skeeter and anybody else that happens to stop by and take a listen to my show. I much appreciate it very much. Uh, Until next time, always trust and believe in your own convictions. And please, please, for the love of God, stay safe out there. We'll see you next time on another episode of the Zero Hours. Rest in peace, Chuckles. Peace out. Mm -hmm.